Welcome back to Storytelling 2.0, where we discuss the art of attention in an age of distraction. Listen in as Peter Lynch shares the secrets to build your brand, grow your influence, and become a master speaker, one story at a time. Uh, welcome back to Storytelling 2.0. I am so excited today. I have one of, I think, the best storytellers I've ever met. Uh, he tells lots of stories. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome Tony Grebmeyer. Tony, welcome to the show. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. <laughs> so um, I've known Tony. We've known each other for, what, seven years now? If you're going to admit that, yeah, that's <laughs> yeah. about what the time we've known each other. And um, we, our, our sons played lacrosse together, and that's how we connected. But there was this instant connection that was deeper because, because Tony was a storyteller. You know, he had uh, an amazing way of connecting with people. And to me, that's what I love about storytelling. That's, it's the essence of connection. But to, uh, Tony, I, I want to know from you, what does storytelling mean to you? Well, everybody's telling a story. Yeah. Everybody's selling you something. Everybody's trying to show you what they want you to see. And, you know, and I spent a lifetime trying to look good to avoid looking bad. <laughs> right. So what does that really, really mean? It means when I hear something, I'm moved. Yeah. I'm encouraged to take action. Very rarely do I ever sit back in my chair and go, hmm, that was a boring speech. Yeah. I try to find something from the talk or a conversation in a meeting mm -hmm. where I can say, hey, I could use that. Or, hey, that was really great. His point. Because we're all trying our yeah. best. There was no manual handed to you to say, hey, you know, go live life <laughs> this way. If you do just this, people say there's the Bible. I'm saying yes, but I'm trying to be practical about today. Yeah. And yeah. how do you apply life? You know, we live in a social bubble. Everything we're doing is the Truman Show. It's yeah. all being scrutinized. Everybody's watching it. But in reality, no one really cares. Yeah. It's just our head takes over and that's when our ego shifts. So storytelling for me and for who I am as a human being is really about finding the heartbeat mm. in between the audience and the speaker. That's great. Um, also, like when I walk into a room and we're in a sales meeting is, you know, today was a big shift for us because yeah. a lot of times we can pick on the negative. And I was like, let's go point out all the positive. <laughs> nice. Because a lot of times you don't celebrate your wins. Yeah. You celebrate your what you went, went wrong. Yeah. Well, that's what, so I love what you just said, because this was, I was going to bring this up later, but I got to get to it right away. It's one of my favorite things that you talk about. And when you spoke at our conference, lots of people reference this. You talk about the stories we tell ourselves. Mm -hmm. So you're, um, you're, you're fascinating in the sense that you're not just a great storyteller, but you really dig into the heart of the stories we tell ourselves. And you've helped me a lot in this area. Talk to us a little bit about that. Well, what are you saying to yourself right now? This guy's an idiot? <laughs> or, or man, this guy is just... Wow, wow, I want to spend all my time listening because there's a lot of nuggets. So your brain's always doing that. It's yeah. always stating something to you, and you're either taking it hook, line, and sinker, or yeah. you're saying, hey, I need to move to the side. Hmm. And when you move it to the side for a moment, you ask yourself, what is it that I actually want? Yeah, yeah. And I just needed to stop playing the old tapes. Yeah. The old tapes that told me I wasn't good enough, I'd never amount to anything, no one would ever buy what I'm selling, no one would ever listen to my podcast. No one would ever attend a seminar. No one would show up to mm. sit in my rows and my speeches. No one would read my journal. No one would see anything that I was doing. Like, those are the things that we can tell ourselves. Yeah. So how do you flip the script? Yeah. Well, let's start celebrating your victories. Yeah. And one of the easiest things that I tell people to do is grab a piece of paper and go for the last, like, 30, 60, 90 days, whatever you can do right now, and just start writing down all the wins. Yeah. 
all the things that you've experienced. So what is a win? I survived a 20-hour car ride with my <laughs> second-year college sophomore. Uh, we drove from you know California to Colorado. And during that time, we had a lot of amazing conversations. And not once did we fight. Mm. But here was what's crazy is like we have struggled through the last several years, mainly myself, yeah. him being a teenager, yeah. of arguing over stupid things, yeah. making a big deal out of little things. And it was great. And it was, I reframed what I was going in, the conversation and the ride and everything about, this is just a great opportunity to connect. Yeah, yeah. So that's some of the, the things just personally for me, being raw with you is that it's so easy for me to play the old mixtape. Yeah. The one that knows exactly <laughs> where to start. Like, it's not gonna work out. No, I wanna write the new mixtape that says, I've got this, here's how we're gonna do it. We're gonna create a new reality. That's Buckminster yep. Fuller that says, it makes the old... One, you know, non-existent. It's yeah. gone. The old reality no longer exists. And so yeah. the new one that I'm creating today with even with you or anybody yeah. is like, what do we want to create together, collaborate on? How can we make what we've never done before come alive? Yeah. And a lot of that just comes, I want to create new stories yeah. and new frameworks. Yeah. And I love, you talk about flip the script, man. And you have flipped the script like in a crazy way. Just the things that you talked about, no one will buy my journal. I mean, how many reorders now have you done of your journal? At oh, thousands, but that's not where my brain goes to. Yeah. Wow, it's not growing as fast as I want it to. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's where is the real issue for me. Yeah, yeah, but I love the, the, those things that were probably questions in your head even before you release them. Like, will people come to a conference? You're putting on a conference, you're going to fill the room. Will people read my journal? You wrote a journal and you are working on your second one. I mean, all of these things you have done. No one will listen to my podcast. You have one of my favorite podcasts. I mean, that, that is awesome. And that's what you've given to me as well. Because I thought for a long time, well, I can't be an entrepreneur. And you helped me flip the script. And you did that through story. So who in your life right now is helping you flip the script with their story? Mm, that's great. I think for me, it always go. It all goes back to like the Bible. Yeah. Right. Um, what I've learned in my journey of growing up, and I'll, I'll, for a couple seconds, I'll just give some context. So I grew up in a Jewish household. My parents divorced. Dad was gay. My dad went back to Catholicism. Uh, I ended up moving out from my mom's and living with my father for a little mm -hmm. while, and then um, I went back home to my mom, and. I got kicked out of my mom's house for getting my ear pierced. And I went and lived with a Christian family who happens to be my business partner, Doug. Oh, wow. And I lived with them for a short period of time. And then and I ended up, uh, you know, moving on from there and finally eventually got married to a girl who was raised in the Mormon religion. Yeah. So now, you know, Jewish, Catholic, <laughs> Christian, and a Mormon. And we put it all in a Vitamix, hit puree, and just came to believe. Yeah. And so some of the greatest stories that I've ever been able to be told were the ones that have been told for generations wow. and how they get spun. Yeah. You know, I wasn't there. I'm here. Yeah. So I have to believe in some of the story yeah. because it's given me hope. It's got me here to this point. So I look at the old storytellers yeah. from the Bible and look at different stories and, and see like, wow, that's so impeccable. But my favorite storyteller of all is Jim Rohn. Yeah. Ha happens Amazing. to be a guy who I listened for four hours while my son was snoring on our road trip. <laughs> I'm just cruising through another great audible from him and just realizing to myself, like, he's just a farm boy. Yeah. He was just some guy who never thought he'd do this. He got a great mentor. Uh, the same guy um, who he learned from, he took that skill and then went and taught 
Tony Robbins wow. and was Tony Robbins' mentor. So you just like, you never know where your, your next leader is going to come from or the mentor or coach yeah. in your life. Like I got off a coaching call today. I have five coaches. <laughs> I have a personal coach, a spiritual coach. I've got a, a, a program coach. I've got, if I'm an athlete, I've got coaches around that. Whatever it is that I'm doing, I've got somebody helping me. Yeah. Um, I think the piece that I'd add from the previous question is um, if, if you've never done it before, yeah. you need to seek somebody who has. Yeah. I think a lot of people forget that. Yeah. And they think, oh, I'll just figure it out. I'm like, there's YouTube. I'm like, great. But that means that, yeah, maybe you can find the shortcut, but they're not telling you all the pitfalls. Yeah. They're just telling you the things to do to get it. And I need to know the things to avoid because I'm still a human and I will error. Mm. So the greatest storytellers for me go back in time to Jim Rome today to, I, I still love Wayne Dyer. Yeah. I love what you do. I love being in the audience, watching you work your magic. I love seeing how you can take something like sticks and turn it into a TED talk and literally remind every one of us to play. Yeah. Because most of us, by the time we're a young adult, are so busy needing to make money to pay for either a student loans or rent or whatnot. Yeah. Parents cut you off. Now you got you know health insurance, <laughs> car insurance. You basically need to figure it out. Yeah. And we forget to play. Yeah. And so uh, even today, I went out for 10 minutes prior to a call with one of the colleagues here, and we just went out and played a game of it. That's awesome. Just to shoot hoops <laughs> for five, 10 minutes. Let the brain go back to play. Yeah. Play is the best. Yeah. Because if you're in play, it means I'm having fun. Yeah. Otherwise, I'm in business mode, which is still fun, but there's a result that I need to get. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I love, too, is uh, your, your brain is remembering these things because of story. Like, you're remembering Jim Rohn talk about being a farm boy, and you're remembering his story about when he mentored Tony. Um, and, I mean, it's, it's amazing that stories to me, and I always go back to that quote from my friend Mark, that uh, stories are the coat racks we hang ideas on. Mm -hmm. And that's what I love about it. And it's uh, the great storytellers really know how to do that. You're one of the great storytellers. So what's one of your favorite stories that you're telling right now to people? Oh, that's easy. That's a story <laughs> I keep telling and I keep telling it all the time is that you're capable and you have what it takes I'm going to hold up a mirror so you can see the reflection I already see. Hmm. And there's maybe a few things that you feel like you're not good at. Yeah. And let's talk about what you are good at. Mm. And also, let's work from where you, like today, my son called me. Um, he goes, hey, dad, I got a job. Other than working here, that's his first real job. <laughs> that's awesome. And I was like, sweet. <laughs> wow. Like You can start paying some of that money back. No, I'm just kidding. Um, it's really just telling people that you've got this. Yeah. Yeah. You, like, I just want to be the biggest cheerleader you're ever going to have in your life. Yeah. That's my role as your coach, as your friend, yeah. as your neighbor, as somebody you work with. I'm going to be the biggest champion for you. However, I need you to be a bigger champion for yourself. Yeah. Yeah. So let me ask you a question then. I've noticed a lot of storytellers, and this think of it like comedians. A lot of comedians are not happy people, right? Comedy is kind of how they deal with it. I've noticed a lot of great storytellers struggle with the thing that they're telling stories about. Mm -hmm. Do you find that to be true at all for yourself? Yeah, we don't believe the shit we say. <laughs> yeah, we don't, right. but we say it anyways because we have bought into it being what it really, we think it is. Well, I think it's deeper. I think we know it's true for everyone except us. Did you work out today? Yes. I didn't. <laughs> Did you journal today? No, I, I didn't. didn't. Okay. <laughs> right? It's like, I know in my head, I make mistakes. I got out of yeah. bed. I, I, the last couple of days, I've been really pushing hard for this event. 
Got up today, walked down my steps, looked across the table, and I'm like, oh, there's no journal. I'll journal when I get to work. Mm. And that's what I think we also do in our society yeah. right now is we're like, we'll just do it later. Yeah. Um, but your question specifically for me is really what am I really seeing is a big movement right now. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of people slinging it. And yeah. there's not a lot of people living it. Mm. And I'm walking the talk and I'm doing so. And I'll, I'll be candid. I'll tell you when I fall down. Yeah. I'm going to just get back up. Yeah. My mindset and my mentality came from having a disease mindset. Mm. Um, and I flipped the script. I got rid of the dimmer switch. There's no yeah. in-between for me. I'm all in <laughs> or I'm all out. And, and literally became empowered. Mm. And I literally want to help you or anybody that I come in contact with to live in what empowerment feels like. Yeah. It means to act. It is to move in a direction. Like you are empowered today to do this interview. Like for me, I'm grateful for this interview. I'm grateful for the opportunity because there was a time in my life where I didn't feel like anybody would want to hear my story or when I wanted to sit on my couch and literally say, Hey, I want to die and try to take my life. I didn't feel like anybody cared. And it's crazy. What happens is our hard drive needs to constantly be defragged. Yeah. It constantly needs to be updated for, and remove the negative viruses and put new yeah. operating OS on it. It needs to get memory upgrades. It needs to constantly be evolving. Yeah. Because if you leave a computer that's been plugged in for, let's say, the like last five years to the internet, it's most likely, <laughs> if you didn't do anything to it, it is done. A brand new computer <laughs> five years is dead because of how many people and things are trying to attack it because it's open, it's got yeah. a port, and it's got a connection. And you're going to fill that hard drive with crap that you wasn't yours. And that's why I have to always be helping Mm -hmm. people say, let's remove the stuff that isn't serving you and put some empowerment back in your life. And what are the things that you really want? And a lot of people can't get out of the mindset of fantasy. They think and talk about, Ooh, I got a dream. And the reality is they're not any closer to that dream 40 years down the road. They've been talking about it, but there's no action behind it. And I want to say, Hey, let's sit down and do the work. Let's go from fantasy possibility to reality. Take the certain steps, use the Googler and go (laughs) look at the little things that are possible and say, all right, that's a great idea. That's like the cliff notes version. What are the things that I really need to do to get to the result that I'm looking for? Man, that's so powerful. Tony, I love this, how you say you went from a diseased mindset and that you are a switch. You're not a demo, right? You're on, you, and you really went from off to on. Mm-hmm. You know, and now what you're doing is you're leveraging your story to help other people do that. I mean, your second iteration of your journal that's going to be coming out is, I think, sharing a little bit more of that, right? Yeah, everything's a lesson. Yeah. Life, my, my neighbor Todd McGuire talks about it all the time. Everyone's a teacher. Every person you meet. This interview is it's an opportunity for you today to learn something. Yeah. But some people out there are teaching you some really bad lessons. And you have to do a great job of saying, "Ah, uh, thank you very much. I'm not going to take that class again. Everybody's teaching you something. Your parents taught you something, good and bad. And your teachers at school, when you sat down and you're like, Mrs. Johnson, I've only done this 15 (laughs) times. She's like, but you know, one day in life you may need it. And you're like, no, that's never going to be the case. About four years ago, I'm like, Mrs. Johnson was so right. (laughs) I so remember that. It was the 16th time that it took, but I finally reminded myself I needed that. And when it came up, I acknowledged her, just like what you were talking about with Jim Rohn. I acknowledged the simple fact that we are taught a lot of stuff and we file it away and not useful when we hear it because we're like, oh, we won't need it. Man, I can't even begin to tell you how many times I've dug deep into the databanks to pull something out to say, thank you. What a great, valuable lesson that I learned. I didn't appreciate it because I was immature. My ego was strong. There was no way I was going to get what you were selling. But today I am so grateful and thankful 
for the blessings of sitting beside my wife and thinking, wow. man, we have been so fortunate to be in the position we're in with yeah. so many great people coming into our lives. And, and, and anybody listening today, my wife and I experienced on our 20-year road of marriage a three-year gap where we were separated. We, yeah. we went through some major uh, issues in our marriage, and we have taken that opportunity to repair it even stronger today. We're empty nesters, right? Our kids yeah. are basically <laughs> gone going off to college. And so I'm dating my wife again, and I'm loving all the cool things about her. And, you know, she's meeting me at the door when I come home or I'm bringing her flowers nice. when I come home. We're doing the things we did when we first started, yeah. right? So you know what to do. Yeah. Somewhere along the line, you forget to do it. Yeah. And then next thing you know, it becomes something you don't do. And then you run into trouble in your yeah. relationships. And I'm just a big believer today that if you want it, you got to figure out how to get it yep. and keep it. And so, yeah. you know, we're just trying things today that, you know, uh, make magic. Yes. And, you know what I love you just did, Tony, is instead of telling people, our listeners, instead of saying, you know, if you want something, try to reimagine it. You didn't do that. Hmm. You shared a, an amazing story about your wife, and you gave us a coat rack to hang that idea on. So people are going to go away from here now and remember that. Uh, but I want to go back to one thing you said that's really important. No, you can't <laughs> go back. Please, can I? <laughs> yeah, sure. Um, I want to talk about, you, you talked about the, the people that are telling bad stories. Yeah. So how do you kind of filter that good and bad stories? You got to have a filter for everything you're listening to. Yeah. Everything. Um, so I try my best to vet every relationship mm. off of a couple real simple things. Yeah. Number one, what was my first interaction like? Yeah. Did I have to work really hard? Yeah. Or was it really natural? Yeah. Number two, um, have they reciprocated? Yeah. Or are they still waiting for me to do something? Mm. Like so, they're like puffing their chest out and go, "Well, I don't got time for you, right?" And then <laughs> yeah. the third thing is, could I bring my family around them? Yeah, yeah. Right. Would, what would my wife? My wife says, you know, the great <laughs> the great thing is, imagine your life's being played back. Yeah. And at the very end, you get to see everything you've done. Yeah. What people would be standing with you? Wow. And I've still, I'm blessed and grateful. Uh, I, I've been very fortunate in my upbringing and in my life to have the same group of core friends and people in my life who keep encouraging me. Um, I, can, I can count back to friends from elementary, junior nice. high, high school, college. Last week, even with our relationship of yeah. over seven years, as you stated, um, of just like really good moments. Yeah. And so I, I'm always... To build great relationships doesn't take a lot of work. It just takes that you are connecting. And I, I try to lead from my heart, not my my wallet yeah. in all relationships. I just say, hey, how can I serve you? Yeah. And so you go, why would you want to serve somebody? I'm like, <laughs> well, we I I look at life as very much like the gas station pump. Mm. Someone came and filled it up, and it was there for me to put it in my car to get me to where I want to go. I actually want to be the, the person driving the gas truck today and filling up that <laughs> nice. because God's been doing that for me in my yeah. life, and I want to keep doing that. And so that's where the gratitude piece comes from. That's where the, that mindset around, hey, you know what? What happened happened, but what you do about it is yeah. really up to you. Yes, that's so powerful. So you, you just launched this conference that is going to be coming up in August, Ecom and Influence. Is that why you're launching this? Is this you driving the gas truck? I think to a certain extent, I'm tired of attending events that are boring, that <laughs> they're just trying to pitch and sell you the entire time you're there. There's no time for authenticity or connection. Yeah. 
uh, you know, even with your shift experience, you you got a chance to do something that you'd been dreaming of. Yeah. And I told you, I'm like, you stole my name. Um, <laughs> but I, lo- I loved your conference. I love the, the people there. And I think it's, I'm just going to keep doing that. And I also believe Denver needs more events. Yeah. I, the right events, like events where people leave moved, inspired, and touched, and, they, and they're into action that. to go do something. So yeah, we're, we're going to do something that I did a couple of years ago on a small scale. I stretched it this year and I said, let's go for it. Um, you were there through yeah. every kind of step and it wasn't called e-com and influence <laughs> a couple of days ago because it, it really, for me, it's also about feeling moved and inspired. Yeah. And, you know, I couldn't be more excited to have you on stage uh, I was just going over kind of the lineup and I was like, wow, like I got to hang out with some of the coolest people on the planet <laughs> and I'm blessed to call them friends. Yeah. And so people are going to come and I, I sit in a, in a seat and they're going to take tons of notes. They're going to rub elbows with each and every person. They're going to get to know each and every person. Yeah. They're going to take workshops. They're going to be at mixers and dinners and they're going to feel like for the 72 hours, maybe that they're gone from their real life that they're in an opportunity to really take back and maybe one or two or three things and implement it into their life and go launch themselves into that next yep. level. Because all life is is a giant arcade game. We just keep <laughs> shoving quarters in when it gets to continue. Like, I'm just like, not game over, continue. continue. <laughs> so I keep having to find quarters, but I keep shoving them in the slots. And I'm just trying to help people to see that they have what it takes to level up. And we're going to bring some speakers who are really going to speak to your heart yeah. and really give you the actionable tools, actionable content that you can use today to literally level up one or two stages right now attending day one. I mean, day wow. one is is a rebranding of kind of our thoughts. Yeah, and when I look through the speaker list, I mean, it is chock full of amazing storytellers. I mean, people that are so successful. I mean, if if people have a chance, they have got to get there. It's going to be an amazing company. And use Peter's name when you check out ecominfluence.com. You're going to save 400 bucks off of your ticket. So if you use your name, Peter, nice. I set it up, $400 comes right off the top. Um, there's two options. There's a VIP and, and a standard yeah. all-access pass. It doesn't matter which one. You're gonna be you're gonna be a VIP getting there. Yeah. You're gonna be taking like care of like a VIP, and that's my mission in life is to leave you better than I found you. Yeah, man, and um, you've done a great job with this conference. It's gonna be awesome. I I'm super excited. So again, everybody check that out. Ecominfluence.com, and you can use my name. So I want to know. <laughs> you you can use Peter. That's P E T E R. Oh, we have a new guest in the studio. Frank is here. <laughs> So talk to me now a little bit about what is your story in the future? What's your story in the next five years? You know, I'm a one day at a time kind of guy. Yeah. And that is something that I do struggle with a little bit. About, uh, yeah. Of really looking so far yeah. in the future. Uh, the dream my wife and I have and the model that we've been kind of working from, uh, my mom and her husband... Um, for about the last 20 years have spent six months in the States and six months in Europe and they mm. live in the UK. And so I've got a chance to see what that looks like modeled out yeah. twice a year, their, their trips back and forth. And so my wife, probably four or five years ago, Amber and I were sitting talking about kind of what would that look like? And so uh, this year is going to be the very first time we're going to model 30 days outside of the States. Wow. Not like vacation, not yeah. like I'm going cause we've done that. Yeah. It's really about, 
we're going to get a place. She's going to go to the store. I'm going to go to the store. We're going to cook together, walk together, talk together, go meet friends and yeah. try to build relationships and do what we love is, is connecting. And so we're going to try that. And then our eventual goal is to do it for two, two months and three months then four months. And then in five years, be able to live about six months out of the year. Our kids will then be out of college yep. and it'll be a better time for us as well. And, uh, you know, I, I can't leave my business partner in this business that we've created <laughs> just to go work by itself. It's, yeah. I, I want to be involved. So, um, made a connection to, Hey, I'll, I'll work every single day while I'm gone. Like created this life. Uh, there's 10 years or so in gaps of our kids ages or eight. And so there's some time and, and I want to be able to help him when he gets to the same place that I'm at to be able to do whatever he wants. If he wants yeah. to take off and go play golf for a month, that would be awesome. <laughs> um, whatever it may be. And so really what we're, we're talking about is freedom mm. and and I run a podcast show and it's called the, you know, be fulfilled, the real stories behind success. Yeah. And I only ask one question, what's your definition of success? Mm. And it's been weird. The last like month, my guests have brought almost every answer to be around freedom. Really? Cause we take money off the, off the table. So then what would yours, you know, your answer be? Yeah. And people are talking about freedom and freedom to do what they want when they want with who they want, no matter what. Yeah. And so that's been, that's been fun. So five years down the road is a little hard for me. I imagine I'll be living in Positano along the Amalfi coast. My wife and I will have already had our bed and breakfast open. Nice. You and your wife will have, have already been there. You'll get to see what, you know, day-to-day -day life looks like in Italy. That's really where I envision. That's what we talk about. That's yeah. what we want. And then maybe steps now to get there. Yeah, well, that's awesome. And you've created the Instagram page already for the Apolfi Coast. You got to have it in your mind so you can yes. hold it in your hand. That's right. Um, oh, that's great. So, I mean, just all of these stories, Tony, the thing I love is that even if it didn't feel like it to you at certain times, everything is, is connected. And like, so you started this company, Ship Offers, and um, you guys do fulfillment. Um, and then you started to move into this area where you started this podcast called Be Fulfilled. Um, you say you have this journal, Be Fulfilled. You have this community online, Be Fulfilled. You're now creating this network with this event. Um, and all of it is around this idea of fulfillment. You know, I mean, it just, it's so amazing to me. When you look back, do you wonder how did this all come to, together like that? Or was it all part of the plan? Or was it because you just kept consistent? A couple things. I mean, I believe I sat down one day and Yoda said something to me. Mm, strong with the force you are, yes. And I went with that. And I really said, you know what? I am strong. And I have the ability to connect people because people have the ability to help me up when I was at my my lowest point. And yeah. so one of the biggest pieces of who I am in my community and everything that we talk about, it's not about me or the community. It's about, I'm just a facilitator. Yeah. I'm just a conduit for, for the magic in the real world to take over mm. and to really help people say, Hey, despite your past, despite everything you've gone through, the good, the bad, and the ugly, you can do it. Yeah. And, and it's encouraging people because you know, the people on the other end of the orders that get submitted to our company, they're real humans dealing with real life experience. Yeah. They weren't handed a roadmap. They're stuck in isolation. They run a business. They probably don't have anybody to reach out to and really talk about what they're feeling when their merchant account crashed. They can't go to their wife and say, hey, babe, you know, we just lost a half a million dollars in our merchant account. What? I'm getting a divorce. No, yeah. it's the opposite. It's like they need somebody to talk to. And so I've done a really good job of saying, what is it that I need? And yeah. then I went out and modeled that and put it out there for others to say, hey, you know what? I need that too. Hmm. And that's how the community has really taken off is the people realize they're not alone. Yeah. 
They're not alone. And someone else is saying to them, hey, you know what? You got this. And I'm starting to believe that again in myself. And so that's where the empowerment and encouragement yes. And you really are showing people what's possible. Yeah. Well, and that's why I think you're more than the gas trunk. I think you're the gas station because I can't tell you how many... But they run out of gas and I have to constantly be refueled. So I need to help, you know, of others to be the gas tank as well in my life. Yeah, you for know. sure. And that's, that's why you surrounded yourself with these amazing people. And that's why, like, if I have a question or I need some something answered in my life, the first person I talk to is Tony Grebmeyer. You should talk to God. Yes. <laughs> oh, second person I talk to <laughs> Thank you. is Tony Grebmeyer. Don't think I'm some, like, religious nut. Just think I'm a <laughs> believer that, and I, and I want to state this. I never apologize, but I want to state this because I want to give somebody who's listening right now who may be struggling mm. some clarity. I sat on October 9th of 2008 on my couch wanting to die. Yeah. And I tried to take my life and my phone rang. And my buddy said, hey, I don't know why I'm calling you, but I'm coming to see you. And five or six minutes later, he came and he gave me a hug. And he says, you know, Tony, your life has meaning and purpose. But what you're doing right now doesn't. I said, no shit. <laughs> and he came in and sat down. And I said that in my head. I didn't say that out loud. And I proceeded to listen for 45 minutes while he spoke truth to me and told me, hey, you know what? You got this. Let's work together yeah. through this. And then uh, he left. And a couple of days later, my pastor buddy came, uh, Brandon, and he shared some more stuff. And then a couple weeks later, I ended up moving home. And why I want people to know this is because if I was at my lowest point and I wanted to die, but today I want to live, what changed? Mm. And that was my belief. Yeah my belief. Yeah. And that's possible to anybody listening right now. Yeah. And so I just want to help people and encourage them. Like, I'm just a conduit for greatness. And and all I'm trying to do is help you to activate your greatness. Man. Because you've got everything you need. Yeah. You woke up today with everything you need to get to wherever you want to go. But you're like, wait, Tony, you say, but you need help. That's right. <laughs> that's the one thing that you need is you need to surround yourself with amazing people, people who will go to the ends of the earth for you. They'll walk and talk and they'll be by your side no matter what. I love the same, your statement, a true friend is somebody who knows all about you and still wants to be by your yeah. side. Yeah. So a great storyteller to me always brings it full circle. And you just did that. So that's where we're going to stop. Because you just brought it full circle. That story of you on the couch and your friend called you and connection is the story of who you have become, right? You've become that now for everyone else. What a powerful story. So I don't want people to miss hearing your story, Tony. So my question to you is how can they connect with you? How can they hear you? Uh, TonyGrebmeyer.com, T-O-N-Y-G-R-E-B-M-E-I-E-R. German name, just Google it. There's probably only one <laughs> named Tony Grubmeyer in the world. Uh, you can go there. You can learn from that point. You can find out about my journal. You can talk about the, the event. You can see really what we're up to. I'm, yeah. I'm working on a, another great tool right now that you can have access to. Any Anybody listening, uh, drainersanddrivers.com, free gift, five-day little mini course. Helps you to kind of like identify the obstacles that are stopping you. So imagine if you feel like you keep hit, are hitting a wall and imagine that I gave you a sledgehammer and we could knock the wall down together. What would your life then mm. look like? What would be on the other side of that wall? Help helping you to create for you that vision. So I, I literally was working with my team this morning. I said, put a person next to a wall and on the other side of the wall, put like a vacation or family or kind of like maybe a, a big, bigger bank account, like whatever, whatever that obstacle is that you think is stopping you. 
I want that to be the vision that people then can replace with their obstacle. Yeah. So it's just a five day free mini course, drainersanddrivers.com. And it's just a way for, for me to say thanks again. I, somebody did it to me and I want to keep doing it. It's like being in a relay race. Someone passed me the baton yeah. and my obligation is to run my best race and to pass my baton. Beautiful. And I've taken the course, Drainers and Drivers. It's amazing. Take it. Tony Grebmeyer, thank you so much. Anything, uh, any last words from Yoda for us? <laughs> mm, yes. Search your feelings. You know them to be true. <laughs> it's awesome. Tony Grebmeyer, thank you so much. Thanks, bud. Bye.